The ship is about to set sail. We need to board it. We're all here in order to board it. But how do we do that? We've been talking about making a pledge, making a commitment, about giving an oath of allegiance to Aba Abdullah al Hussein. How do we actually go about doing that? I just want to give you some practical tips, inshallah. And then we will move on to the epitome of tragedy. Number one, vocalize it. Speak it, say it, verbalize the statement. In the ziyarat of Imam al Hussein, the ones that have been reported in our authentic collections, such as Kamil al-Ziyarat by Ibn Quluway, there are multiple visitations where we say the following. Allah. I am at your beck and call. O caller on behalf of God, Labbayk. I am here. I am ready. I want to join you. لَبَّيْكَ دَاعِيَ اللَّهِ إِنْ كَانَ لَمْ يُجِبْكَ بَدَنِي حِينَ اسْتِغَاثَتِكَ Listen to these words carefully. If my body wasn't there physically so that I would respond to you when you called out for help. وَلِسَانِي حِينَ اسْتِنْصَارِكَ And my tongue couldn't speak out and say, I am here at your service, Ya Aba Abdullah. If that is the case, فَقَدْ أَجَابَكَ قَلْبِي وَسَمْعِي وَبَصَرِي Then I am responding to you with my heart. I'm responding to you with my ears. I'm responding to you with my tongue. With my eyes, excuse me. In some versions of the ziyara, it elaborates even further. It mentions the hands, it mentions the feet, it mentions every organ in the body. All the senses. What are we saying here? What's this about? What I'm saying is, Ya Aba Abdullah, I wish I were there. And as the Imams of the Ahlul Bayt have taught us, one after the other, that simply having the longing and the yearning and the burning sensation that I wish I were there is in itself a great step in the right direction. You'll be rewarded just for that just for the desire. But because of that, I then come to the next step, which is, I wasn't there physically, Ya Aba Abdullah. My tongue couldn't speak out on that day and say, Labbayk, as even the children did. Labbayk, Ya Amma. Like Al-Qasim ibn al-Hasan, Abdullah ibn al-Hasan, and others. However, I can now give you my pledge of allegiance. I can give you my oath, my commitment, that my heart will house and harbor none other than you. What do we say in Ziyarat Ashura? Inni silmun liman salamakum. Say it out loud. Silmun liman harbun liman waliyun liman waalakum aduun liman aadakum. In other words, the most strategic actions, the decision to go to war or to establish peace revolves around what? Aba Abdullah al-Hussein, Imam al-Hussein. So when the imbecile says that the killers of Imam al-Hussein might have had some good things they might have contributed to 
this or that, what do you tell them? You are to me an enemy right now. By standing in the enemy camp, by praising the killers of Imam Hussein, that puts you squarely in the middle of their camp. I couldn't care less who you are, what you call yourself, whether you declare the founding of a new religion, which I suspect is going to happen at some point, or you choose to stay closeted and continue to claim to be a Shia, it doesn't matter. Labels don't matter. Names don't matter. What matters is where you stand vis-a-vis -vis Hussein. In reference to Hussein, where do you stand? Because my philosophy in life is Salmun liman I don't care if it's my parents, if it's my siblings, if it's my own family, I don't care. You stand in the camp of the enemies of Imam al-Hussein and claim that you love Imam al-Hussein. So, my heart will accommodate none other than you, Ya Aba Abdullah. And my allegiance is to none other than those who have given you their allegiance. And that also works the other way, which means that if there's someone that I don't like, someone that I have a personal problem with, someone that I have a vendetta against, but if that person is a wali of Imam Hussein, truly, genuinely, if you were to sit down and think, my beef with this person, my problem with this person, is it personal? If it is personal, the question then is, is this person a wali of Imam al-Hussein, a follower? Does he take Imam al-Hussein as his leader and guardian? If the answer is yes, then I don't care. I will put everything aside and I will be his friend. And I'll be someone who takes him as a guardian for myself. It works both ways, which is why the love of Imam al-Hussein, the allegiance to Imam al-Hussein is the greatest unifying element in all of history. The entire world doesn't have something that is as powerful, a magnet that draws everything towards it. All those that are good, all those that are deep down moral individuals like Imam al-Hussein. Look at the world around you. They can kill the Shia as they have done for the last 14 centuries. They can try to eradicate us, they can try to exterminate us, they can try to do whatever it is they can. But at the end of the day, look at what Imam al-Hussein does to us every Muharram. Look at what he does to us every Ashura. How he brings us all together, people from different walks of life, different backgrounds. Imam al-Hussein himself says in Dua Arafah, and he's describing the mawqif in Arafah to those in Hajj. He says, Ilahi, O oh Allah, he says, Oh God, look at how all these voices have been raised for you in multiple languages. And I've always remembered when I read that segment in Dua Arafah, I've always been reminded of the fact that the lovers of Imam Al Hussein are exactly the same. Different languages, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different. People from every walk of life, subhanAllah, the one thing that brings them together is that incredible force, more powerful than all of the forces of the universe. Brings together all, the, all of these contradictions. 
Hussein unites us, brothers and sisters. Let's not lose this power. Let's never forget the fact that he, in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of conflict, let us always refer back to Hussein.